On today's show, Josh Green stood out at Mavs training camp. We'll talk about his role and everything else that happened during the Mavs live stream practice on NBA TV. It was awesome. Let's talk about it on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Lentich, and this is Lockdown Mavs I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making Locked On Mavs your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. The best way you can help us grow the show is to comment anything below. Let us know. What do you think Josh Green's role is going to be this season? Maybe by the end of the season. Maybe what you think it is from the start of the season. Who's on the Josh Green hype train? Which, according to Twitter, is he's the ninth man. I'm, I'm up for that hype. If that's what hype means, then I'm up for that hype. Uh, Ryan Solo, Isaac Harris, still feeling sick. Did, wasn't able to get to practice today. And practice was awesome today. Mavs training camp. And the NBA is trying this new thing where they go to, like, it's they're calling it real training camp. So they go to training camp, they film everything, it's live stream, they mic up the coach, the star players, they did it with the Sixers the other day. You can actually go back and watch the entire two-hour practice from the Sixers on NBA.com. Go to NBA.com, hit the watch tab, and then you can go watch it. I'm sure they'll do it with the Mavericks eventually. I've been refreshing it ever since I got home from practice today, and it's not up. They have some clips and things, but you can go watch that whole thing, and it was so cool. Every part of it, I love. You love watching the drills. You get to see, you know, Coach Kidd and his his you know, early like before, like practice huddles. You get to see defensive drills. You get to see scrimmages. You get to see all that stuff. They have interviews. It's kind of like summer, like summer league style broadcast. Uh, NBA TV was there at the Mavs practice facility today. They had their trucks out there and everything. They had tons of equipment everywhere, cameras everywhere. Uh, and it was just a really cool experience. So if you got to watch it. You saw some great stuff. And I'll, I'll cover everything if you missed it today. So I'll cover everything on this show today. And the biggest thing that really stood out from this practice, at least from a Mavs angle, and not maybe just from a fun like fan angle, was Josh Green. Josh Green stood out today at, at training camp. Um, there's a bunch of different things they did. They do this drill where they go bigs versus smalls. So they kind of rotate all the all the centers or at least all the big men. So it's like, you know, it's JaVale, it's Christian Wood, it's Dwight, it's Davis Bertans, it's Maxi, uh, you know, Bingham, um, uh, Mogi. Like they, they just had all of them kind of rotate. And then they had all the smalls, like everybody else basically, drive at them right at the rim. Like a big gets switched onto you. What do you do? How do you take advantage of them? How do you get past them? A couple times, Josh Green drove right at Dwight Powell when he was switched onto him and got and ones. Two different times he got an and one against him in that kind of drill. In that drill. And after that drill, he gets this great finish where he kind of goes around the basket. Daryl Armstrong, DA, one of the Mavs assistant coaches, used to play in the NBA, starts running around and runs straight from where he was watching back to this huddled mass of players as they were watching this whole whole thing play out. And he just goes, That's what we worked on. That's what we worked on. And you know, if you've ever seen DA ever, Mavs assistant coach, he gets hyped about a lot. <laughs> if you ever seen the, the Mavs assistant coach that had the bell when they did the three-point drills. And he dings the bell and goes, hear ye, hear ye, when they do that whole thing. That's D.A. And he gets hyped. And it used to be that D.A. was the one that stood out among everybody. But now, with this different coaching staff, it's a different feeling in these training camps. It's a different feeling in practice. 
Uh, the atmosphere is something that I'll definitely talk about and touch on later. But DA was so hyped for Josh Green because he's been working on, you know, he's been working with them. They were in Vegas uh, helping him work out. You also had a situation where they were in scrimmage and Josh Green hit multiple threes in a row, had a couple of assists in scrimmages. And it was just awesome to watch him play. It was awesome to watch him like, all right, this stuff is is, is working for him. And that's what Jason Kidd said after, after training camp. I said, what can you say about Josh Green and the way he's played? And he said, his work is paying off. He's put the work in. He worked all offseason in Vegas. He didn't play in summer league, but he was doing two workouts a day. He was playing pickup all the time, he said. And his like it's finally paying off for him, at least in training camp so far. And that's a big hope for the Dallas Mavericks. The Mavs need him to step up in a way this year because you start to look at the depth chart. And if you start to look at the depth chart, you start to realize, oh man, <laughs> they kind of need him to step up in moments because of what I talked about yesterday. Their identity is so wrapped up in Dorian and in Reggie Bullock being, you know, the bang bros, being the, you know, wings that can stand out, being the wings that can defend on an island, being the wings that can hold their own on defense. And after that, it's just Josh Green. Like they start those two guys, they start Dorian and Reggie Bullock, and then off the bench, Maxi comes in and, and plays a role like that too, but he's a little bit more of a big. And then it's just Josh Green. So if one of those guys, Reggie Bullock or Dorian Finney-Smith, even goes down for an injury, like Josh Green is going to have a huge, huge uh, spot to step up into. And so they need Josh Green. And we're going into year three for Josh Green. He's going to the situation for him is he's got they got to figure out what he is to this team, and they have to figure out, you know, do we re-sign him? Do we, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's all kinds of stuff coming up for him this year. And so this is a big year for Josh Green. He stood out a lot, and uh, I asked him about about the playoffs. I asked him about, you know, what did you did you ever go back and watch your playoff film? Did you ever go back and, and watch any of that? And what did you learn about playing on that, you know, that next level after all that? And this is what he said. Yeah, I mean, yeah. As much as I didn't want to watch it, uh, I definitely watched it. I watched it many times, and it's just you know it's hard to, to to watch it, but at the same time, it's a learning curve. And I'm just like, it just motivated me. I'm just I'm ready to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think you have to watch everything, you know, the good and the bad. And obviously that was bad. So, uh, yeah, it, it was fine. I have to watch everything. Got to watch the good and the bad. And he went back and he has, he said he watched it many times and he uses it to motivate him that he's using the playoff footage to motivate him because in the playoffs last year, we saw Josh Green and he had some opportunity to play for the Mavericks in their playoff run. And it was clear from the Jazz series, probably, that teams were just going to stand off of him, let him be all by himself in the corner, and if he's going to hit the three, then so be it. But they didn't trust him to take the three. And he didn't at times. He he passed up wide-open threes in the playoffs, and so that's why you went. You saw him go from 15 minutes a game in the regular season to seven minutes a game uh, in the playoffs. And some of those playoff games were even... Like the blowout ones, <laughs> and, and and all of it, all of his, a lot of his minutes were early too in that Jazz series. And so he went back and watched that. He went back and watched that footage. He said many times he's gone back through it. He's been working with coaches. He's using that to motivate him, and that's incredible. The other thing he did was he worked with Impact, which is a you know a, a training organization that is uh, in Vegas. And he said he did a lot of stuff with my with uh, Miami Heat guard Kyle Lowry. He said he played one-on-one scrimmage, did Pilates every day together in Vegas, and that Kyle Lowry's advice to um, to Josh Green was just slow down. No more hot potato with the ball. And that's what we saw in the playoffs. When he would get the ball, all of a sudden he's like, all right, I got to go quick. Got to make a decision quick. And sometimes he would make a decision so quick that he 
passed up the best decision for an okay one or a bailout one or one where he didn't have to do anything extra, basically. And so working with Kyle Lowry, I think it's going to be really great for him. And his name's been mentioned. Uh, Josh Green's name's been mentioned by Nico Harrison, by Jason Kidd. When we talk about who's the third ball handler on this team, Josh Green's name's been mentioned. I don't see him in that role, at least the role that we're expecting it to be. He's a ball mover, though. He can move the ball around. He got a couple of assists in scrimmage today. We've seen him. You know, he got six assists in that playoff game that he played a lot of minutes against the, the Jazz. And so he can he can move the ball around. But he's not the set up the offense, dribble at the top of the key, drive and and uh, you know get his own shot, create shots for others. He's more of like a ball mover. He's more like a, the secondary guy that you want, not just your main guy. So that, and that's why. I don't really buy that Josh Green can be that other ball handler that the Mavericks really need, but he is going to add something to this team, and I'm excited to see how he actually does. I'm excited to see how he steps into this role, how he uses all this work that he's been doing in the offseason, and if he stood, if he continues to stack good days on each other, which is what Jason Kidd said, you keep stacking good days. You have a good day in training camp like Josh Green had today. Maybe he has a good day at Fan Jam. Maybe he has a good day... In the preseason, he keeps stacking those good days on top of him, and then he'll carve out a role for himself in this rotation, and that's only a good thing for the Mavericks. Only a good thing if Josh Green uh, you know, rises up into his role, rises up to be the player that he can be. Coming up, let's get into the, everything else that happened at, at <laughs> the, the training camp because there's a lot of stuff. There's some real fun stuff, including um, one of my favorite new drops that we've ever gotten. <laughs> um, Joel. <laughs> we'll talk about that drop and everything else that happened. And then the coaches were wearing these shirts. It was really hard to tell in the broadcast, but I got a picture of them. I'm going to show it to you coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about Bet Online. It's the best place to check out the odds and lines inside and outside of sports. You can go see NFL odds. Hopefully, you took the Bengals in the game against the Dolphins the other day. You can go check out. Oh, they have NBA preseason odds already. <laughs> Uh, oh my gosh, the Clippers against uh, Maccabi in their preseason game. Oh my goodness. I wish Isaac was here to uh, to guess this line right here. The Clippers are a 30-point favorite in a preseason game. I think I might take the... <laughs> I might take Maccabi in that game just because 30 points is so much, especially for a preseason game. That Clippers team is really deep, though. It's tough to, to play that Clippers team. So, But you can check out stuff like that. You can check out stuff like NBA Futures, Championship Odds, all that kind of stuff. Check it out. It's Bet Online. It's where the game starts. All right, Isaac. We're continuing to talk about the Mavs practice, the Mavs training camp that, that was uh, live on the NBA app. It was awesome. It was so cool to watch. It started with Jason Kidd in the huddle at the beginning. And he was, he was started out by saying, hey, does anybody have a company or a foundation or something that we can support? We want to support each other. And it was kind of met with, with quiet, like <laughs> quiet glances for a second. And then uh, JaVale brought up his Jug Life Foundation that digs wells in Uganda, does things like that. And the Mavericks are going to help support. And he said, Jason Kidd brought us all up because we want to support each other. We want to be there for each other. We want to help each other. And that mentality at the beginning is what, what he started with is I think what has changed some of the um, the atmosphere of practice and the atmosphere of these training camps. They want to help each other. They want to um, you know, be there for each other. The atmosphere is just all of we're rooting for each other. The atmosphere is kind of like it's very loose. It's way looser than it used to be under Rick Carlisle. It's um, 
yeah, it's it, they're having fun. They're playing music. They're you know playing these fun drills where they can call each other out and all this kind of stuff. And it's just a level of like trust within each other that I think is is big for this team. It's it's driving chemistry. I think for this group. And I think it started with, you know, what, you know, all that is what Jason Kidd wanted to do is like, how can we support each other? How can we communicate better together? How can we help each other? And so they started to do some drills. They did that big, small drill that we mentioned. And one of the best, one of the best moments was Jaden Hardy. So they're doing this drill and it's okay. A a center or a big man comes out and a small or, you know, guard or a wing drives at that player and tries to score on them. And at the beginning, they were just doing rotating. And then after that, they did, all right, you get to pick who you want. So Luca starts first, and Luca picks Maxi. He's like, who's the best defender on this team? I'm picking Maxi. I'm going right at him. Jaden Hardy comes up, and Jaden Hardy is like, give me Maxi. I want to take on Maxi, the best defender on this team. I'm taking him. And so Jaden Hardy steps up, and Jaden Hardy drives right into Maxi. Finishes around him. It's pretty much an and one. I, I think I would have called it an and one. And the whole gym just goes nuts. I don't know if I can get away with this, but I'm, I'm just going to do it anyway. The whole gym just goes nuts. And you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, he picks out Maxi. He drives at him. He does the step, you know, the, like the Euro step. And then he scores on him. And the whole gym just runs at him. All the players are just running at him. There's Sham God with him. Hardy is hyped. Tim's right there hyped for him. Dorian's hyped. And it's just one of those moments where you're like, this team is awesome. It's just so fun to root for this team. Like, put aside, you know, the third ball handler. Put aside the, you know, what's the expectations for this team. It's just fun to watch this team. It's just fun to see this team root for each other and to want the best for a guy like Jaden Hardy. And I hope that atmosphere is conducive and really good for a guy like him to grow in. That there's not this, hey, you better step up, Rook. You better step up, Rook. You better, you know, you better do this, Rook. And they haven't done all the, they haven't done the hazing or anything like that yet. And I'm sure that stuff will come, but there's not this pressure on him necessarily. There's helping. There's pushing forward. There's, you know, we're here with you. Like we're excited for you. We're hyped for you. Go back and watch that video. I watched that video so many times, even after I saw it live. And uh, just the the energy in the room when Jaden Hardy hit that shot on Maxi uh, was just awesome. These guys are rooting for him. They want him to do well. And it's the same for Jaden Hardy that it is for everybody. They get hype for everybody. Um, but Jaden Hardy does have he's, he's got a little he's got a little something in him, a little extra mustard, a little bit of a little bit of I'm the best player in the gym kind of stuff. And uh, you just want to see that develop and continue to uh, to play out. It might take him a couple of years or so before he can really bring that out in the NBA in an NBA context. And Nico Harrison mentioned that on a broadcast. I'm sure Jason Kidd has mentioned that before. But seeing Jaden Hardy do that was that was probably the best moment of the whole of the whole live practice was, was doing that. Um, the other thing that stood out in Mavs practice was these shirts that all the coaching staff were wearing. I'm sure you could see him. Like, Jason Kidd was wearing it over a sweatshirt. It was just kind of odd that they're all all the coaches were wearing these shirts, and they're really hard to read on the broadcast, especially I'm watching on my phone as I was uh, working my way over to the arena. And I couldn't see them, but here I got a picture. I'll show it to you on YouTube. I tweeted it out as well, at Nick Van Exit. All these shirts, this is Daryl Armstrong wearing the shirt. They say Summer of St. Jean on the back. <laughs> it's Greg St. Jean. And uh, it's in the Indiana Jones font with like a map and like pictures of him at Summer League in Hustle 
um, all over the place because it was the summer of St. Jean. He came on Lockdown Mavs. He he did summer league he broadcasts. He did. He was in that hustle movie on Netflix with Adam Sandler and uh, you know and all, all of them. It was it was awesome. So uh, Sean Sweeney, the Mavs assistant coach, made these shirts, gave them out to everybody. Even St. Jean was wearing one of these shirts, which. Um, if you've seen any interviews with him, he's just, you know, the humblest guy. And he, 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 when we asked him about it, he pled the fifth when he was walking by, we're like, Hey, summer of St. Jean. And he pled the fifth in it. Um, (laughs) just great stuff. And that, I mean, I could, I could try to make a big deal about that, but I think that goes back to the atmosphere. Even the coaches, like even the coaching staff is, is loving this, this kind of an atmosphere where you're, everybody's for each other. We're laughing, we're joking, we're, uh, but we're down to business when we have to be like, let's, let's do our work. It's the, you know, the old adage, work hard, play hard. But the summer of St. Jean, that was great. I love that. <laughs> I thought that was, <laughs> that was a great moment. Uh, a lot of former Mavericks in the building as well. Ton of former Mavericks. Um, ignore my spelling here on, on Michael Finley, but Dirk was there with his notebook. Tyson Chandler was there. Um, Jason Kidd, obviously. Devin Harris, saw him walk by. Brendan Haywood was on the broadcast, and he said hi to uh, you know to Dirk and to to Jason Kidd. Michael Finley, obviously, was there. A lot of former Mavericks were hanging out, and it's, you just love to see it. You love to see when an organization brings back players like that. You know, some of those players obviously have roles in the organization, and it just makes it feel more like a family, right? It feels like more like a family, and Dirk, even at the end of, of practice, you can see him here on YouTube, um, he's walking up and he got into the huddle. It's all the players and coaches. And then Dirk came up into the huddle in his black jeans and his notebook that he was taking in practice. And he joined the huddle and you can just tell he kind of misses that whole like camaraderie of, of the whole, you know, of the whole thing of being part of a team and all that. And it was awesome to see Dirk jump into that and to see Dirk be there. And there's a point in the live stream. So they have Luca mic'd up like they would in, in a game. And Luca comes over to where Dirk is and goes, oh, hey, Dirk, with your, with your notebook right there. I, I should check it out. I got to check out your notebook some sometime. Uh, and it's always good to see those two interact. I think they genuinely do like each other and have each other's backs and want to, um, you know, just want the best for each other and all that. And you can definitely tell there's a respect from Luca there. Uh, maybe a little brother respect, you know, like he's, he's like, he always likes to poke fun. But, um, but yeah, you, you love to see it. And then... We gotta talk about this. They maybe the greatest drop that we I ever could have gotten from from this. Luca is calling for Javale McGee. He's calling Javale McGee's name, and it was right in the mic'd up, and it's all over Twitter if you haven't seen it by now. But this is what he said: Javale, 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 Javale. Just listen to Luca work out like. The difference between saying Joel and Javel, like if if you don't speak, like if English is not your first language, it might be easier to understand how he could mess up like the sounds in those words, like Jovel, Javel, Joel, Javel, right? Like you can see, you can hear it in his accent, him working it back and forth. And then at the end, Javel, you can hear him. Joel, 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 Javel, Javel, Javel. Javel. <laughs> that last one is Luca. Javel. Like <laughs> he does the, the hard A sound. <laughs> you gotta love it. Uh oh, there's another moment. I just saw this on Twitter and I forgot about this. But um in the moment when I think it's in the moment when Hardy takes on Maxi, he brings out the sham god. He brings out the sham god in that move. 
And that's what Sham God was, was so excited for him because he's been working on it. And that's what I've been asking for. Sham God, work with Jaden Hardy. That's the best, that's the best use of coaching that we can that the Mavericks can have on this team. Is if God Sham God works on ball handling with Jaden Hardy. That's how he's gonna get to his spots. That's how he's gonna get to his jump shots. That's how he's gonna make space in the NBA. That's how he's gonna make a name for himself in the NBA. Be a better ball handler. And that's how he's gonna make it. And so it was awesome to see. He's already been working on it with him. He's already been working. He already got the sham god down. Incredible stuff. There's so much other stuff that stood out. I kind of almost want to watch it again. Nico Harris, when I was on the broadcast talking about um, Tim Hardaway Jr., he, he said the thing. <laughs> he said Tim Hardaway Jr. is almost like a free agent addition for us. I know that triggers a lot of a lot of people. Uh, he also said Tim Hardaway Jr. is an improved defender after working with Sean Sweeney and the coaches over the offseason. If you're on the audio podcast, I'm shrugging. We'll see. We'll see. I hope so. He's definitely got you know the size. He's definitely he he has been with the team. He's watched this team really closely all throughout the playoff run when he was injured, and now he's back in training camp. He's full participant in training camp, and so it's good to see. And you hope that he's improved defensively for sure. Luca is going to play in Fan Jam, so if you are going to head over to Fan Jam, I will be there. And uh, I don't. I'm not sure if Isaac's going to be there, depending on his sickness, but. Um, it's an open event. It's free. You just go to the American Airlines Center. People have been asking me if if people camp out and stuff. I'm sure that some people will, but it seemed pretty open last year when I went. And uh, yeah, but Luca is going to play. Jason Kidd confirmed that. He said it's just a practice. It's basically just a practice to them. It's like another scrimmage. They were scrimmaging today, and they're going to scrimmage in front of a bunch of fans on uh, on Saturday. So should be fun. That's some thoughts from the live <laughs> the live training camp. It was awesome. I hope the NBA does this more and more because. That made me really excited for this team. Just watching them, seeing the interaction, seeing little things in the background, like seeing Christian Wood uh, take threes and seeing, you know, different drills being run and things like that. Just, I just love seeing that stuff. And I'm sure you as a fan do as well. So there you go. We'll be back on Monday. I may do something after Fan Jam, but maybe not. It depends on if anything really happens or, or not in that. But there you go. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked On Mavs.